Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host this week. Uh, this episode, specific episode, we're going to be talking about uh, answering questions from Facebook, Twitter, from our and from our listeners and viewers who might have emailed those in to me directly. Thank you to everybody who did that. I appreciate that very much. We've got some great questions to answer this week. Uh, and I am joined by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, folks. Agent Consultant, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And back in the production facility, our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Again, thank you, everybody, for uh, sending us your questions. Hello. We We actually have uh, quite a bit on file, Um, some that we don't get to every episode, some that I've been saving to try to match up with what our content might be for uh, shows around it. So please keep them coming in. We like your questions. Um, It also helps us to figure out maybe what it is we need to do in the future the type of shows we need to put on that might be not answering your questions. So please, more questions, the better. Facebook, Twitter, and you can email me directly. All right, so we're going to start with our first question. And it says, it seems every weekend, Royal Caribbean has a new discount offer. How do I know when I should book and when I should wait? Tracy, when should they wait? Never. Hmm. Never wait. If you know you are ready and you want to book, book. Because what happens is, in general, I find that the offers are always about the same dollar value. Mm -hmm. They may be packaged differently. They may look differently. But what happens is sometimes from week to week, the base rate goes up. So if the cruise price itself has changed tiers and has increased, it can look like the best offer in the world. But if it's coming off a higher price, then it's not really an offer. So what I would tell you is, Book when you're ready, book when you know what you want, pay your deposit. In almost all cases, your deposit is fully refundable up until final payment date. Also, we keep checking for discounts. So, you know, when these new offers are coming out, I'm going through all of my files and I'm seeing, I get to kind of learn after a while which ones um, are maybe a better deal or or which ones are not going to be. But generally speaking, I can say it's very rare that they actually change a lot. Every once in a while they do, depending, especially if you've booked recently and then a new offer comes out, then sometimes, you know, because you're still in the same tier pricing. But typically these offers are all the same dollar value, buy one, get one half off, or maybe 30% off everybody. You know, so I would say book when you're ready. We can always change it. We can always add offers. You know, you can cancel for a refund of your deposit if you do it before final payment. You have more options if you're booked. I can't go backwards and get you a better price that we saw two weeks ago. I think that's our advice pretty much across the board. You should never wait for a discount. You should never hope for a discount. I think you should book when you're ready. Book what you want. Book what you're comfortable paying. Right. Book at a price point you're, you're good with. If a discount comes out, perhaps then you can look at upgrading a category or just taking it as a savings. But book at a price point you're comfortable with. Right. I just, all of our agents will... Main uh, monitor your yes. reservation yeah, that for is, a better that, deal. Yeah, that is part of our, our of our company motto. That you know, we. What's the motto? Nothing. What's the motto with you? <laughs> oh my! <Lord. laughs> um, as I soon as I said it. Um, so we. This is part of what we do as a company. This is part of our training. This is something we insist that all of our agents do. Uh, discount looking, booking, you know, this is all part of our yeah. package. It's also something that our agents take a great deal of pride in. That's right. Um, they share their numbers. Yes. I saved my clients X amount of, amount of right. money this month because this discount came up. Um, it's something they want to do. It's not something a guest has to remind them to right. do either. And while it does affect their income, because if they make less money on a reservation, there's less commission. In the grand scheme of things, they want to make their clients happy because they right. know that if their clients are happy, you will return and hopefully book more with us. And or new clients us. rarely believe that yes. we do it until they get that email. Right. Like I love when discounts come out. Instead of emailing somebody and saying, discounts are coming out, I'm going to look for it. I love when I can email and say, discount come out, this is your savings. Or if you know you do this or do that, so I mean this is something that agents, as you said, they take pride in this. Mm-hmm. This is something that you would think it would be the opposite because it does lower the bottom line for the agent. But what it does is it creates long-term clients, which is our goal. Right. Uh, we like loyalty. We are loyal to our clients. We like client loyalty back. Uh, so this is something that 
And it also is, you know, I, I picture my client getting that email at the office. My agent just emailed me. She just saved me $300. I didn't even ask for it. And what? What do you mean? She just emailed you and said that. I've worked other places where there wasn't a policy. And when I said, well, discounts are coming out, uh, I was discouraged. Unless you're asked for, mm-hmm. unless a client asked for that, you were discouraged. And it used to be in the travel industry that it was unheard of. Once you paid a price, it didn't matter. That's not true with these products. So, Especially not true with Dreams right, Unlimited book Travel. Book when you're ready. And what I want to tell you is Royal Caribbean is a little bit different in Disney when it comes to this. In that with Royal Caribbean, if a promotion comes out, it's almost like a new booking. So you're paying based on current pricing and mm-hmm. all of that. With Disney, there's sometimes some... You know, you don't lose everything just because. So sometimes we might be changing promotions, but Royal Caribbean's a little different. It's almost like a brand new booking again. So there you might we, be lear- losing other things in order to. Yeah. What we talked about with Disney Cruise Line is that discounts are very few and far yeah, between. Yeah. I mean, D- D- Disney Cruise Line is not right. releasing discounts every weekend, right. they're very rare. Um, so with Royal Caribbean, though. You know. One of the things about Royal Caribbean is that sometimes the the offer can be better for you based on what you like. Right. A good example is we booked uh, a Greece cruise mm-hmm. with some friends of ours. And we'll talk about the promotions that were offered during that booking. It was buy one, get one 50% off. But it was better on certain rooms. And there was also a drink package that right. benefited them oh, right. versus an onboard um, credit. Like, for instance, we got an onboard. I'm sorry, I didn't weren't sure what you're I'm talking sorry, about. We got an onboard credit, meaning that we get on the ship with a negative balance. However, there are people in our group who love wine. Yeah. So they could have had the onboard credit or the wine package. The wine package, actually, it wasn't a wine package. It was a drink package. Yep would benefit them much more than the, the smaller amount of exactly. onboard credit. For the length of our cruise, it was something like a $900 value. Yes. But because Kevin and I don't drink, it wasn't something that even appealed to us, so we took a smaller shipboard credit. Right. I could not drink $900 worth of Diet no. Coke. <laughs> really. So again, those are some of the things that yep. Royal Caribbean will do. That's that. exactly true. And sometimes it's uh, some of the other cruise lines are doing things like pick your promotion. Norwegian's been doing that lately, where you can pick from three or four different things based on your category. So, you know... There's a lot of things happening, a lot of things going on, but we'll always find what's best for you. And sometimes, and we're checking, these come out a lot. Sometimes you'll get specific emails. If you're never not sure, always email your agent and say, I saw this deal, would this save me money? Um, or I just got this email. You're not offending anybody by doing that also, either. Most Don't, likely, before you go out, most likely your agent's already doing. Yeah. Most likely, uh, and, so and it's but it, and it just never hurts. And sometimes it might be something that your agent has already checked. It might be something that they haven't seen yet. But mm-hmm. chances are, yeah. um, and you know, and you've got somebody else working on your behalf. It's not just you. Something else to consider is be a little flexible about which category of stateroom you're willing, because right. it's worked in different directions. We had somebody who priced this Greece cruise and came back and said, "That's a little more than I want to spend. It's a little." So we looked a little bit further, and she has taken an ocean view stateroom. Mm-hmm. And it went from $8,000 for a balcony stateroom that she is on the same cruise, an 11 night cruise to, through the Greek islands for $2,400. Right. And she has one of the big porthole windows. Yep. And she said, Well, you all have balcony staterooms, so I've decided <laughs> I'm going to come sit on your balcony. So. I there's it depends on what you're looking for, but it also depends on are you willing to look outside what you thought you wanted? And I'll often do that if I have somebody who's asking me for an inside or an ocean view stateroom, and I start looking at pricing, which can vary a lot with Royal Caribbean. Disney doesn't do this as much, but with Royal Caribbean, it happens a lot. And all of a sudden, I'm notice, wait a minute, inside or ocean view is this price, but if you take a balcony. It's buy one, get one half off. The third and fourth people might be free or 30% off. Plus, you're going to get one of these add-ons to it. So often, you know, so that's part of what your agent can do as well. It's not always about the best price. Sometimes it's about the best value. The other thing, too, about Royal Caribbean, you kind of just said it, is that their buy one, get one half off promotions aren't every single room. No. You've got to find the room that matches the promotion. It's based on availability. So people might say, well, I already have, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Just not available that's for right. that offer. And that's right. And that's where it comes in where it's not just an offer across the – so if they come out with buy one, get one half off, it's not off what you've already paid. It's off what the room would cost today if it's available. And if it's not, it's a different category and what it costs yeah. today and it's available. All very complicated. All right. Let's move on to our next question. 
Uh, my question is about the Disney dining plan. If you are staying for seven days, can you just get a five-day dining plan, or does it have to be for the whole stay? And does it have to be for everyone in your party? Yes and yes. Exactly. Very easy question. <laughs> yes and yes. Uh, what happens with the Disney packages is that everybody in the room has to be on the same package. So if it's tickets, if it's dining, everybody has to be on the same. Everybody's on the same, you know, everything for it. Also, um, it has to coincide with the number of nights you're staying. People get confused by that. They think the ticket determines the dining. It does not. So a little bit different than Universal. Universal, you can buy a dining plan for a certain number of days. It's purchased separate from your resort Mm -hmm. stay. In this case, it's a package. It must coincide. Now, keep in mind, you only want five days of dining, but you're staying seven days. Those dining credits are not assigned to a specific day. So you get loaded your total for the week on your check-in, and you have until the end of the day on checkout to use them. So you may decide, because you're going to have a couple days worth that you don't want, maybe I'm going to do a signature that takes two credits. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm going to do a dinner show. Maybe today I'll have two sit down. Instead, I'll do a, a character breakfast and a dinner. So there's still things that you can do with those extra two days of credits. There's nothing we can do with the package itself. Now, you could get complicated and you could say, okay, book a five-night package with a two-night room only on the end. Whenever you've got a split stay, there's always the chance of having to change rooms. So it's not without its inconvenience, but in a package, everything has to be the same. This is Disney's policy. Right. This is not a dreams policy. Right. Nothing we can get around. All right. Let's move on to our next question. If I book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel... Can I still use my Disney vacation account to make payments? The answer is yes, absolutely you can. It's part of uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel doesn't take your money. We pass your money through to Disney. So since this is something that Disney accepts for their vacations, we just do the same thing. We give it to Disney to process. However, there's a little bit of a different procedure involved. Right. You are not – it is not allowed to come through us. Correct. What I was just saying is that because of how we book – Travel, you can use this if you book through Dreams Right, because you're not travel. paying Dreams Unlimited Travel. Correct. You're paying Disney. So right. any form of payment that Disney accepts, right. then you can use that if you book with us. Right. Now, what Kevin was going to say is that we don't take the, your Disney vacation account information and then apply the payment. There's a special phone number where you call Disney and you make your payment. You give them your <clears throat> your Disney vacation account number and they apply the payment for you. Um, the reason why we do this is because this is could get a little bit tricky. You don't want to put your vacation account number out there. Yeah. When you and give start the vacation else. account, you are told right. not to share this number right. with anybody. Disney actually won't take a vacation account number from me. Yeah, it's security and right. um, it has privacy to come issues. Through the guest. Now, if you're a guest and you're using a vacation account and a travel agent, you then have to let your travel agent yes. know that you have made the payment just so they're aware of where your reservation stands. Yeah, and then that way, what happens? So uh, let me just go explain what the procedure is if you're going to use your Disney vacation account. So the first thing is if you've just gotten a quote from an agent or you're already working, you've already paid your deposit, now you want to make a final payment, whatever the case is, you want to email your travel agent and you want to let them know that you're going to be using your Disney vacation account. They will then provide you with a proper phone number based on the product you've booked because then the phone numbers are different across the board. It's not one number and it's not your typical Disney vacation account number. So what happens is if you've booked a Disney World vacation, your travel agent will tell you what that phone number is. Likewise for cruise, for ABD. So they're all different phone numbers. So once you have that phone number, you will call with your Disney reservation number, which is always available in your client services area of Dreams Unlimited Travel, or you can ask your agent for it. You're going to call in, give them that number, and tell them you're using your Disney vacation account. This is the exact procedure. This is how it works. If the person on the other end of the phone tells you any different, (laughs) they are incorrect. That is true. You should ask to speak to guest services. You should ask to speak to a supervisor. Sometimes what happens is people will answer that line who are not familiar with the process, and they say, you've booked with a travel agent. Your travel agent has to make the payment for you. That is true in all cases except this one. And this is for your privacy and security. So... If you get anything on the phone except, yes, I'll take that payment, you need to be escalated to somebody else. Once the payment has been made, you then will email your agent 
and tell them you've made the payment so that we can then go back to Disney for that individual product and get an updated confirmation. You also want us to update our site to show what's been paid. And those of us, of those of you who have booked with us before know this and for new people, when you book with us, you have two reservation numbers. You have a Dreams Unlimited travel reservation number, and this kind of tracks the financials of your reservation. And then you've got a reservation with Disney World. And so we want your financials to match what Disney has. So by you letting us know, we get that confirmation, we update our site, everything is even. We're not, you know, we know what you've paid, we know what you owe, and we're all on the same page. And you will have access to a client services area where you can review it to right. make sure everything matches up yep. and everything is right. And you can sort of contact your agent if it doesn't. But uh, I am currently a fan of the Disney Vacation account. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not usually a big big on saying give your money to Disney before it's actually due. But I think the Vacation account has some good perks with it. Um, there's a gift card that's available based on how much you spend on vacation through that account. Um, there's no charge of doing it. There's no cost to do it. So if something you're thinking about doing, look into it. It might be worth your while to have a Disney vacation account. It also is nice for people who feel like they want to squirrel a little bit of money away. Let me put a little bit away. Let me put a little bit away. And then that helps them save towards the bigger picture. Right. Paying off a vacation. But the answer is yes, you can do it. There's just some procedures we have to follow. All right. Our next question. Adventures by Disney came out with an early booking discount this year that seems that seemed to sell out very quickly. Other than an early booking discount, are there any other discounts for Adventures by Disney Vacation that can help lower the price? Kevin, do you want to talk about the early booking discount first that came out with Adventures by Disney? Can you explain what happened there? Yes. This year they released they decided that they would release early booking discounts. I'm not entirely sure they explained it as well as they could have, there were a very limited number of early booking discount spaces on certain departures. Some departures were not included in the early booking discount at all. None of the river cruises, the Danube or the Rhine, had an early booking discount attached to it. The event, the departures that did have early booking discounts had a maximum of four spaces. So the minute four people booked, those early booking discounts were gone. There are Dreams Unlimited Travel offers a booking discount on every adventure that we book. And it is based on the cost of your adventure. There's a schedule on our website under, if you pull down the box for... Adventures by Disney, it's under specials, and that would show you that based on the cost of your adventure, what our booking discount would be. Other than that, there's uh, what's called the Adventure Insider. Adventure Insiders, the Adventure Insider discount is for people who have completed two adventures. You really have to have completed them. You might have completed one adventure and have another one booked. That doesn't qualify you for the discount until... You have completed your second one. Now, Adventure Insider discounts were not combinable with the early booking discounts. The Adventure Insider discount took over after the early booking discounts were exhausted for any particular departure. And this year, it is $100 per person. Last year, it was $300 per reservation. And the early booking, or I'm sorry, the Adventure Insider discount is available on all adventures booked between April 20th and August 20th. The Adventure Insider discount will disappear after August 20th. Uh, Also, what about DVC members? There is no discount for a DVC member. There's not, it's not that because you own DVC, the price will be less. If you're a DVC member, you are guaranteed the lowest price ever offered. Usually that's the opening day price, and DVC members are given opening day prices. Now, ABD works on tier prices. As the trip begins to fill, the price increases. If you're dealing with a travel agent or with anyone, and you let them know that you have a DVC membership, they will find out what the lowest price was, and you can book at that price regardless of when you book. So it's not necessarily a discount. It's just that they guarantee you the lowest The best rate. price. As long as there's now, availability. that doesn't mean they, they don't guarantee availability. Right. So the, ship, the trip could be filled up. 
Um, I also want to mention, too, that um, our early booking discount for 2017, we significantly increased that amount. Um, we did a sort of a realignment with how much these trips are actually costing people. So uh, we've increased that significantly. So if you're thinking about a 2017 trip, uh, you can go to our site and use our calculator to see how much the trip would cost you, but also how much our discount would be and some pretty significant savings out there. Correct. For Adventures by Disney Vacations. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, our next question is, uh, I'm from the UK. And I know uh, Dreams can book reservations for UK guests. My question is, are the prices that you get similar to, to that if you book through UK branch of the Disney Travel Company? Okay, so here's where it gets a little complicated. Unlike everything else, that's very exactly. simple and straightforward. Exactly, it's very simple and straightforward <laughs> right. with Disney. Uh, Tracy, do you want to do it? <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> right. It's basically the answer. Um, all things equal. Yes, we can get you the same pricing, same offers. Keep in mind, we're a U.S.-based company. So our pricing is based on promotions that are being offered through – people think Disney is all one. We're actually booking through Walt Disney Travel Company. Right. And it's kind of it's kind of a separate division on itself. I can smell Tracy's brain burning from here. I know. And it's it's so, like, it's I'm not, not going to overcomplicate it by getting into that whole explanation. Well, just but just say, an example, ABD – is a completely different entity. Right. right. But ta- I just want to real quick go over Walt Disney Travel Company. Walt Disney Travel Company is a company within the yes. Disney company that was put together to sell travel, much like a travel agency. Right. So they're almost like an agent, kind of like a wholesaler, really. Right. So it becomes, you know, they each have, there's a U.S. branch of that, a U.K. Yes, branch of that. exactly. So, bad, I'm so sorry. with the U.S. branch, that's who we're booking with. So typically speaking, all things equal, things are the same. Where things get cloudy is, first of all, in currency. So if you're booking on the UK site, you may be booking in pounds as opposed to booking with US dollars on with us. And sometimes that's better and sometimes it's not, mm-hmm. depending on what exchange rates are doing. Um, the other thing is there may be offers specific to UK residents. And when that happens, they, those offers are only available to UK travel agencies because they're being booked through the UK division of Walt Disney Travel Company. So it's a real yes and no. It's really on a case-by-case basis. I'll give you an example. Um, Just a few weeks ago, uh, there was a free dining promotion that came out for UK residents. Um, 14-night length of stay, January through like November, you know, very, very liberal policy. Uh, we can't get that for our clients, even if you are a UK resident, because that has to be booked through the UK Walt Disney right. Travel Company. The other company. thing, if you're booking through the UK, they have, they have longer tickets available than 10 right. days. Right. We don't have access to those either. Right. However, the, the converse of that is we can get you the U.S. discounts that do become right. available. That may not be available in the UK. Exactly. So that's why it's a real yes and no. It's on a... It's on a case-by-case basis, so, you know, it can vary. Just to kind of separate from that for one second, we get the same question about Canadians. Um, It's a little bit different. With Canadian, if there's a specific Canadian offer, oftentimes we can book that. Um, So that can be off book through us. Because Disney treats Canadians almost like they're a resident. It's like a U.S. resident of a state where they offer a specific resident discount. They don't have a specific... Canadian version of Walt Disney Travel Company. So I think that's why we're still kind of booked under the same umbrella. It's kind of like a North American thing. Right, exactly. And so for that reason, now you are booking in in U.S. dollars as well. And I know even when I used to work at a Canadian agency, when we booked Disney, it was always in U.S. dollars. Um, So the exception to that would be if you booked with a Canadian wholesaler. But again, that's a whole different ball Mm -hmm. of wax. You're not booking directly with Disney when you do that. Um, But with Canadian offers they would more than more often than not be available to you if you book through us. Now I just want to go back to ABD and that is goes against everything you just said. <laughs> there's only one offer for ABD because right. there's only one ABD. That's right. right exactly. So if you're a UK citizen and you want to book through yep. Dreams Unlimited Travel, we can book anyone anywhere in the world. And they're all the same offers for everybody. There's not separate ones for 
I realize it's confusing, it's confusing, but confusing. You, once yeah. once you start working with you, Disney, you realize people think Disney is a company and that they all talk yeah. to each other. And Disney it's just is not the case. an umbrella with a bunch of companies underneath it. I would my suggestion to you would be if you're interested in just getting a quote, just put in a quote. And we'll get you the best price we can. If you find the offers better going through UK travel agency, by all means, do it. And don't automatically assume that your travel agent just didn't get you the better deal or doesn't know what they're talking about or did something wrong because there can be differences. And that's true for any quote you submit with us, whether you're American citizen or UK. If you submit a quote and your quote looks significantly different than what you've seen directly, there's usually a problem somewhere Mm -hmm. because if we're – Disney sets our pricing. We don't have the option right. of adjusting pricing. We can't discount pricing. There's nothing we can do with it. We're not dealing apples to apples. Exactly. So typically speaking, what happens is there's a difference in components. So what you want to do is you want to go back to your agent, preferably don't call them dishonest <laughs> or yell at them <laughs> or call them names. That'd be bad. You know, just say, when I looked, I saw this. Can you tell me why it's different? Right. And usually, you know, if you have seen, sometimes some people will send me a screenshot. I can usually pick it out pretty quick. Right. Sometimes when people fill out our quotes, for example, they may ask us for park hopping and dining to be included. But when they look directly, and in fairness to them, Disney's site can be tough. Sometimes right. you think you're adding something and mm-hmm. you're not. There's defaults and right. there's right. So generally speaking, yeah. our pricing should always be the same. They're rarely, and this is talking about everything but ABD. Well, even with ABD, though, the pricing is the same. We just offer a different discount. But so the pricing should always be the same. If it's not, just ask to have your agents help in comparing. What differs is the other things that we offer and things. But pricing itself, set by Disney, we don't have control over it. Right. I'm also going to ask a favor of everybody. Please do not go to the Diz boards and start screaming that Dreams Unlimited Travel is not pricing you right and that we're trying to rip you off, go to your agent first and ask a question. And There's a difference somewhere. Right. Yeah. There's a, you know, we're not trying. We can't. We, we just can't add more to the price of your reservation. It's just not possible. Yeah. We're going to get you the exact same thing we can get from Disney. Maybe we missed something. I was also going to say that, too. Maybe the agent did make a right, mistake. Right. Um, but no one is trying to, right. to take more money from you. This then. is what I'm really – one of the things I was home when we first talked about doing this show was that – and with using – you know, I'm here talking. We've had other agents here. We do our agent spotlight. I really hope that people start to see all of us – as people, right? We're not just a, a random computer that's spitting you back a price. We're not. We are people. We have families. We have mm-hmm. children. We have. We sleep. We sleep once in a while. Um, we have careers that we're very fond of mm-hmm. and that we work really hard to excel at. Absolutely. And so it is not ever our intent or purpose to, you know. Do something to, to make do you something. upset. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go as far as to say is this is the opposite is true. Yeah. Um, I've never worked with a group of people who have been more in tune to be to make people happy. They want their clients to be happy. They want their clients to save money. They want them to have the best vacation possible um, above and beyond almost anything else. So, you know, this is a group that goes so far yeah. for their clients. I can't even tell you. We've had a couple of rough weeks. Um, based on some Disney releases, and if you knew what these folks did, um, I think you'd be amazed at how right. much how hard so, they work. And that's and my thing when you're when you're sending rude, really some really rude sometimes responses back. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. These are real people on the other side. And I, I'm just going to tout this a little bit further. In the past couple of weeks, there has been many many days where people were spending four and five hours on hold with Disney. Yeah. And you get a comment about, well, was not was I not important to you? And you think, I've been sitting here on hold waiting to service your request. Right. And you know, you don't want to spit that back at somebody. It's just it's not something I think people recognize. Right. This is um this is a unique career. I've been in this business a really long time. And travel is a very unique career. You know what? Hold that thought. Because I think we're going to do our last question of the yeah. day, and I think this plays into that question, and we can have a, a further discussion based on what we're, what we're going to yeah, do next. Perfect. So our final question is, what advice do you have for people who want to enter the travel industry? Specifically, uh, what do I do if I want to become a Dreams Unlimited travel agent? 
<sighs> I know. Can I start? Sure, absolutely. All right. I'm going to close up. So, <laughs> <laughs> go for a walk. So, the first thing I can say is that we had a show, I think maybe our first show. Our first show, yep. Where we talked about our criteria for hiring and looking for experienced travel agents. And I got a little raked over the coals for that statement and how it went against the company mission and how the company started. And Pete said this and I contradicted him. Um, I really didn't. The history of the company is written. It's written in stone. And it's been very widely discussed and publicized. Um, not publicized because that would be weird. Yeah. But it was widely discussed. It's and it's very, it's very out in the open. Can I, this company – yeah, you go ahead. I say, let me just – I want to give a little bit of definition first before yep. you go on. Uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel started as a bunch of Disney fans – uh, who we were affiliated with the Diz, with uh, www.info.com, and we then decided that we were going to start selling Disney travel. There's a whole bunch of steps in the middle that I'm skipping, but that was the end result. And at the time of the internet, at the time of what was going on, we were Disney fans selling Disney travel. We were learning our ropes. We were, we were feeling our way around. We created our own systems. We created our own relationship with Disney, and we made it work. And recent, not recently, but over the years as the company developed, we have decided that it's in our best interest to not only add Disney fans, but to add people with a Disney tra- – oh, not Disney – with a travel agent background. It behooves us to have people with this dual – um, uh, education and um, experience. Our business has grown, right. and the landscape has changed. Right. It's very much like Apple right. started in a garage. Right. So, if people just s- because you have a garage doesn't mean you can make computers now. Right. And if someone says, "Well, that's not fair. Why are you only looking for people with travel agent experience now? You started out, you didn't have it." Again, it's the evolution of a company. It's the evolution of a business. It's the evolution of Disney. And how they deal with travel agents. So this is where we are today. When I think, what are we back? Fifteen years ago, when you started Dreams. Mm-hmm. So when I think back fifteen years ago, I was 16. in the travel industry, in the traditional travel industry, and there was nobody who would have even dreamed that you could specialize in any product, let alone Disney, mm. and make a go at it. Like it just wasn't even in the realm of possibility. I mean, literally, I remember when the internet came to the travel industry, we thought, well, that's never going to last. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's a fad. It's a fad. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, we were still, we were handwriting tickets. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a very different industry. And then with companies like Dreams, who started to show and probably went through a lot to prove to Disney that they could do it, that not only can you make a living at it, you can excel at it. And so there are people who are still in our company who were here 15 years ago. We have agents and some of them with us still, some of them not. And not that they passed on the great yonder. They've just moved on to other things. Um, but they built the foundation of this company. Absolutely. They built it. Like I have a job because of what these agents did. They, they created the policies. They created um, all together with all of you. They forged their own way. They had to figure it out as they were going along. But now it's become so much more. And it's become so much more because of their hard work. And nobody would ever and so diminish their value. And they are as much of a travel agent as anybody else in our company. They're travel agents. But the business has changed. The way we book the business has changed. The industry has changed. So many things have changed that it's just not easy anymore to just take somebody who's a fan of Disney Mm -hmm. and put them in a travel agent role. There are so many responsibilities. I mean, I think you even said years ago, you used to just fax the information off to Disney, and they quoted it and sent the quote back to you. It was a completely different landscape. I mean, there was a time, this will probably make, Tracy's head explode where I called in 90% of the cruise reservations. I did. Shut up. I did. I <laughs> quoted true. 90%. I would sit there with wow. my stack of papers and I would call and quote them. When I and they were assigned to agents after that. John would price the reservations and then hand them off to me and I would enter the information in the system. Yeah. Um, also along those lines too, you know, the the company has also decided to expand into other areas. Exactly. And expanding yep. into other areas requires a different skill set for us. Yep. Um, you know, 
there are things that you have to learn. You have to learn how to use certain systems. You have to learn our system, Mm -hmm. but you also have to learn their systems on the other end, policies, procedures, terms, conditions, all of these things. It makes a better agent if you come to us already prepared with much of that knowledge. And there's a couple other aspects of it as well. If you've already been working as a travel agent, um, maybe in a home-based environment, that helps because that's a whole different ball of wax. Um, But it also, you're already used to working in a commission-based environment. And you've already got, as the person who does the training, I, I am at this point training all the agents that come on board. And training somebody just to work within in our systems is one thing. If I now have to train you how to be a travel agent and how to go and book with all the booking engines and systems out there to use, that time has just been increased exponentially. Right. You know, so there's it's a time factor as you get busier to have the time involved with training. As it is now, an average agent is anywhere from three to six weeks to train for one agent. We hear this very often. I help people book their trips. I know. The people in my office, I help my family. Mm-hmm. There's a very different dynamic from helping your family book their vacation to have a paying customer who is expecting you to be the professional right. and to be the expert and to be responsible for any mistakes you make. Right. The other thing about that is that even make it simpler than that. You're booking for people you know. You know what their likes are. You know what their dislikes are. You know what they've done before. You know, you may not know their income, but you have an idea of their lifestyle and and how they like to do things. You know if they would be a deluxe or a value almost instantly. So now imagine being in an environment where you've got a request form. So when you submit a request, I get it on the other side. I have an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that I'm relying on to tell me everything I need to know about you to, to help match a product with you. So imagine that. Now you're dealing with people you don't know. And not only do you not know them, even if you're a local, because even being a local travel agent is quite a bit different than being this type of travel Absolutely. agent. Because you're from the same geographical area. So typically you've got the same... You know, there's different nuances, different states, different provinces, different countries. Different backgrounds. I have clients from all over the world. I have I have clients in Dubai. I mean, I have clients everywhere. I have have a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of great clients from Australia and New Zealand, and you're all out there. You know, you are. I have great Canadian clients. Hi, Plumsteads. I saw them at the airport yesterday. So, I mean, I've you know, I don't know. I never knew any of these people. You you begin to get a relationship. I book people year after year. And have never met them. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you come face to face with them and it's like, I know so much about your travel schedule, right. but exactly. we've never met. That's exactly true. And it's so different. You know, now, because people have different, you know, I could say something in an email to people from one area that may be taken completely different from some, to somebody who lives in another country. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many different aspects to dealing with people that you don't know and haven't met. It's even different than when I had a traditional office. When somebody walked into my office, I may not have known income level or anything like that. But very quickly, I could ask different questions to get a feel for what they were looking for. I wasn't looking at a piece of paper. There also are visual clues when you're talking to someone face-to-face where you you can – where a joke might come across face-to-face. You don't joke via email. And if you walk in with two small kids, I can see that maybe they're both under five. On a form, if you tell me your kids are two, I got no choice but to believe you. Mm-hmm. If you tell me in person your kids are two and I can see him, he's six foot three, <laughs> I'm going to question you. Right. So there's so many differences. I also want to go back just a step. We talked about working from home. I came from a traditional office where there were hundreds of people around all day, every day, to working at home by myself. Yes. Well, I mean, John was in the other room, but you have the same, you have work to do. You now have to be the person who decides when that gets done, how it gets done. So the typical, I work eight hours a day, that goes out the window because some days I don't have eight hours worth of work to do. Other days, 
I don't have no, I have 36 hours worth of work to do in eight hours. hours. And that's what happened with this last Disney Cruise release. The release. The big release, you know, for summer of 17 itineraries. I had agents messaging me saying there are literally not enough hours in the day. So we, you know, we were all helping each other and we're doing what we can. Mm-hmm. So th- this is a seven day a week job. This is a 365 day a week job. Because if you email me on Christmas day and you've got a problem or something's happened right. in your family, you've got an emergency. I am on it. It doesn't matter that it's Christmas day. Right. It just doesn't matter. And even when you have your away message up and your yeah. auto response up that says, you know, I'm on vacation this week. Agents are answering emails. Yeah. John and I are going to Hawaii. And, and, for, and for what I consider to be a well-deserved vacation. However, I promise you there will be a computer out on the table all day, every day. All day, every day. That's the reality of this. You know, if I'm at the movies or if I'm at dinner, you know, I'm constantly – and I may not be answering you right away. So, you know, don't feel because, well, you didn't answer me when, when, I was at, when you were at the movies. It's not that I'm necessarily – reading them to reply i'm reading them to make sure that you really don't need me right now right because those who have needed me last minute they know when they need me i'm there right um if it can wait till tomorrow it's going to wait but so just know that there's so much more to this than everybody sees the the fun side they also don't see the business behind the scenes side just because i haven't replied to you doesn't mean that i'm not working on what you asked me to work on. exactly right it's if more I'm important for me. To, it's more important for our agents to get you what you want and to get that thing done than to reply to you and say, you know, I'm working on it or I'm doing something with it. Right. Trust that they are doing it for you. I think that's no important. one's laying by the pool with a coconut drink yeah. on release day. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of the things you can expect if you are a travel agent. One of the things you can expect is that you will be working on a commission. Right which means there's not a steady stream of money coming in. It's based on how hard you work is your compensation. But also there is a lag time by the time you will see your money because you're going to wait until after someone finishes their vacation before you get paid. Right. And that's the thing. Keep in mind as well, when you're starting, you're building a clientele. So even an experienced agent coming to us, for the most part, is not coming with a clientele. Dreams Unlimited is unique. And this is another reason why we like to experience travel agents, is that for the most part, we provide leads. That is very unique in a host agency situation. In a lot of, you know, in a lot of situations with travel agencies, you're responsible for your own leads. So you're bringing in the business and you're, you know, booking friends and family and things like that. With Dreams is providing the leads. So now we have people, agents who are processing the leads that Dreams has provided. There's a different level of reputation on the line mm-hmm. when, you know, Dreams is entrusting you with the leads they've spent money and brought in. We have a whole team of people who work to, you know, generate and bring in leads. Right. So there's a lot behind the scenes as well. So you need to know that, first of all, you're an independent contractor. You are uh, a self-employed individual when you're a travel agent in almost all situations now, unless you work for a traditional agency. But any, you know, dreams, you know, it's kind of like a host agency. I think we're quite different than a lot of other host agencies. But you are an independent contractor. You're working commission-based. It can be hard finding experienced travel agents, because you've built your clientele. Right. And so leaving a travel agency, for the most part, means leaving your clientele because they belong to that agency. And it means months of lost income. It, months. months. And so of you're lost losing income. what you might have sold and had to leave behind. Right. And now you're creating a new clientele. Right. And you really should expect six to 12 months before you start to see income being generated on any kind of a regular basis. Right. Exactly. And again, based on the fact that um, Dreams Unlimited Travel gets paid a commission from Disney or whoever it is we're selling after the client actually travels, you know, and then that goes through a certain commission process and the agents are paid after that. So, you know, there's a significant amount of wait time for that money to come in. I had a very hard time regulating being home-based employed at home. You know, people think of, you know, oh, that's great. It is. If, it definitely if, if has its, its perks. You, if it's yep. you. I had a very hard time. John would say to me. I did too. You're not, you're not in an office with 100 people. 
You know, it, there, it, it's very solitary at times. So I think another important thing to let people know is, you know, if you want to, if you're looking to be an agent, specifically with Dreams Unlimited Travel, you'd be expected to have um, your own computer, probably your own printer. And we really highly encourage you to have your own separate workspace, yeah. not a dining room table where you're sharing it with the kids or yeah. a temporary dedicated spot. workspace. You have to have a dedicated important. office because you are going to need that for times when you have to make quiet calls or you just want to sit and work and get things done and not be distracted. But you're also going to have a hard time, unless you've worked from home before, you're going to have a hard time convincing those around you who see you at home all the time that you're actually working. Right. Yeah, that was a big adjustment for other people. And I think people who start to work from home, I think there's one of two ways it can go for the extremes. Some have a hard time sitting down to work and they find they're they're distracted by all, a lot of mm-hmm. other things and work's not happening. Or there's the other way, and I went the other way. I just started working all the time. Right. Morning, noon, and night. Didn't matter what time of the day or night it was. I worked seven days a week. I worked and worked and worked and worked. And I got to the point where... I was on a Christmas morning one year, a client had emailed me something that was not urgent, and I didn't reply. And an hour later, I got a reply from her that said, you haven't answered me yet. Um, I'm going to watch my email for the next hour. And I thought, huh. And my husband said, you know, something like, oh, my God, what is she thinking? I said, it's not her fault. Mm. It's not her fault. I did it. Because... I was answering her within an hour. It didn't matter the time of day or night. So you also teach people how to treat you. So there's the two extremes from working at home. So it's all about finding balance and making sure that you're available because there's a lot of hours involved. But at the same time, trying to balance work and home life can be a whole different set of challenges. We also hear about the glamour of being a travel agent because we all travel for free and we're all given free plane tickets. And people hear us all talk about our travel and they think, oh, how lucky for you, you get to do all that travel. Uh They don't realize that it's all on our dime. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Yeah, we pay for all our trips. Yeah. Um, Disney does not give us anything. Uh, There used to be a time when being a travel agent meant there were certain perks. There were free trips. There were uh, airline tickets. There were what they called um, travel agent discounted rates very few and far between these days so there is really no major travel mm-hmm. perk except for the fact that you know you would get the commission back from your own no. travel so there's a discount involved because you're uses, doing the work Tracy uses a um, a phrase all the time and I'm not going to get it right but she's going to understand what I'm talking about there also comes a point when all of our travel teaches us how to be better travel agents. Oh, absolutely. You, what do you call it? Investing in your own business? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Well, that's why we do it, too. We don't do it specifically because, yeah. I mean, we, we enjoy our travel and have a good time. But unless we know what we're talking about, it's harder to sell it. We've also created a group of people who enjoy traveling with the folks from the podcast who have since become friends and right. clients. So, But that didn't start out that way. Right. So... As John said, all of our trips are on our own dime. And even here for the show, I had somebody when I was talking about Alani, I, when we had done the Alani show a while back, and I was talking about my trip and how you know I did this and I had that. Well, it's easy for you to say you you got it all paid for and no. expensed. Not one dime. You know, exactly. That was my that was my dime. I paid for that trip. That was my family vacation. But I am a, I am my own business, so that is an investment in my business. So the fact that I can come here and talk about Alani and mm-hmm. encourage other people to book Alani. That's all part. And right. so whenever I'm looking at booking something as a trip, sometimes it works out that that's what my family would have done for a vacation. Lots of times my family's vacationing in ways they would rather not because they <laughs> end up being a work trip for me anyway. But I often think of my vacation as an ROI. What's my return on investment on this? Mm-hmm. Right. So I will say this, though, that um, part of being a Dreams Unlimited travel agent is that we do what we call a FAM every year. It's a familiarization trip. It's part of our training process. And we've had a couple of different ones. We've actually gone to Alani on one and on cruises, and we bring our agents down. And it is part fun, but it's mostly work. It's 90% work, 10% fun. So there is an opportunity for that if you become a Dreams Unlimited travel agent. We like to to invest in our agents and make sure that they are learning. But this is not all agents. These are agents who have earned a chance to come on. Well, actually, no. Our FAM is open to everybody. 
but depending on their sales, might be accommodations might be different. Right. Uh, might be so a, what's a, paid for by the company can vary. Can based vary. On, I guess that's what I meant. I yeah. apologize. Yeah, that's right. right. So we invite everyone, everyone in the company, every agent's invited to come. However, if your sales are not up to a certain standard, you might have to pay. A certain amount of money to attend, but most of the part. But, but again, we do a lot you're, of good stuff. you're investing in your business. Exactly, that's right. and that's the thing. And as we talk a lot about that with our agents now, um, we talk about you know training and and what type of vacations you're doing and how you're investing in yourself. The more knowledge you have, because you can just talk about something, uh, you know, at a different level when you've experienced it when you're excited about it. I think that's why. One of the things is you're able to sell something better when you've yeah. done it. Right. And, and one of the things about, about being an agent for us as well is we really need people with full-time availability. Right. We really, really do. Um, I know a lot of people will say, and we do have some part-time agents now. They've mm-hmm. been with us a really long time, and obviously we're not, gonna, <laughs> we're not cleaning house or anything. Exactly. Um, it's just that going forward, we've realized that with releases, with release days, with cl- clients wanting av- you know, their agents to be available – it is just a lot harder if you have a full-time job and you want to do this as your part-time gig. It just doesn't work. We know that you can't build a successful business that way. You know, just coming in now, trying to build a clientele, you're not available on release days. We know right. how crazy those are becoming. Again, we talked about earlier about the landscape. Things are just changing. It's a lot harder right. to be a part-time agent in this environment. So going forward, we do need people with full-time availability. Right. So think about how that fits in your life. People will say, well, I'm home with the kids. It's perfect. Is it, though? Because what are you going to do with those kids when you need to be on hold for three hours? So just like any career, if you plan on entering into the workforce, you need to make arrangements for your family. I have to laugh because during the last release, who was it? Someone was having their kid make them lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my 11-year-old is in the, yeah, in the kitchen yeah. making me a bologna yeah, sandwich. I think that was Lisa. She said, my 9-year-old is, <laughs> is is making an omelet and he just made something for his sister. Like this. <laughs> we joke about the fact, I joked about it earlier, during these released weeks, it's like throw a loaf of bread and bologna in the room and throw mustard and just Back leave me alone. Yeah. So let's, let's put together maybe a little bit of a checklist. Someone wants to be a Dreams Unlimited travel agent. We are first and foremost looking for people who have have extensive knowledge of Disney. Disney is the primary product we sell. We sell other products as well. But you really need to know Disney inside and out. Um, Teaching you Disney is almost impossible. I mean, there are resources where you can look things up, but teaching you the ins and outs of all the resorts and all of the... You need crazy. to have the passion for Disney because that's where it all starts. It. it has to be a passion. It's different than knowledge. Right. You have to have the knowledge, but you have to have a passion for it. Right. And people who have the passion for it are typically have been a lot. You hear me talk about the different resorts I've stayed at. I'll sometimes stay at a resort, not because I want to, but because I hadn't been there yet or I mm-hmm. need to stay in a certain room category. So you need to have a passion for it and you need to have stayed in a lot of, if you've, maybe you've come four times, but you've only ever stayed in one resort and you've only done things one way. Right. That again isn't the same thing we're talking about. Right. It's an extensive knowledge. Extensive knowledge. It's immersive in knowledge. Yeah. Second, we are looking for people with a travel agent background, um, either in uh, a home based, which would be preferable. Or if you've worked for a traditional travel agency, we would be willing to work with you on that. And there will be a transition in both cases. Right. So just because you're an experienced travel agent doesn't mean you're the you're a shoe in. You're the perfect candidate. This is going to work in a week. You're going to be on your own. You're going to have a great business. It doesn't work that way. Right. There's two issues. If you're coming from a traditional agency, learning to work in the independent environment with people that you don't know, can't see, and they're not coming into your office, it's a very different world. So a lot of our training is around that and how we can transition you into that if you're coming from somewhere where you've been a home-based agent in a lot of cases you were an agent who had to provide your own leads so you were booking people that you knew those friends and the family and the people in the office we were talking about so while you now have the booking knowledge of how it works the booking engines and things with disney there's a whole learning curve to working with people that you don't know so that becomes part of the training also what a lot of existing agents are surprised when they come to us is the volume of work that we do you know, I might have an agent to say, well, I sold, you know, $100,000 last year. Wonderful. Yeah. However, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we gave awards to agents last year who sold $3 million. Right. So, you know, we're talking a lot of volume. 
And that can be an adjustment. You also have to have customer service skills and exceptional written communication yes, skills. Because a lot of our communication is written and it needs to be above average. You need to have you need to have that ability to 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 reach all people in a way that because the written word's easy to offend. Oh, absolutely. You have to be able to diffuse a situation. Right. In, written, in an email. Right. Because you easily, we've all done it, come across in a way that we weren't, didn't mean to come yeah. across in writing something. So you have to have a skill set of being able to communicate in a nonverbal format. Um, we would like you to have a dedicated office space, mm-hmm. a place where you can work from home. Obviously, you have to have very good computer skills. Yes. Uh, we yes. cannot train you to. I can't teach you how to use email. Right, exactly. I can't, you know. And so that's very important. Right. And um, if you're lacking in that area, you are going to struggle. Right. This is an online industry. Exactly. We're using, um, you need to, in, in addition to your computer, um, an Office 365, you know, environment. You need to be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us are PCs. We do have some Mac users. Right. Um, but if you're a Mac user, you kind of have to know how to adjust because we really kind of are a little bit of a PC mm-hmm. world. PC world. So, I just want you to know Microsoft that I, that can be done. I am a complete Mac user. Right. It's a yeah. it's a Microsoft product that we use. The specifics of <clears throat> specifics of what we use would be something that we would share with you after you were yes. brought on, yeah. but just know that you need to have computer skills and that we can't go to you, you know, okay, click on this icon, click file, open. Right. You know, we just that's yeah. the level we cannot train. Um <clears throat> you should be able to de- to uh, dedicate uh, a full time to this position. Yes. We would not be looking for any part time agents. As a matter of fact, you should plan on it being more than full time, more than eight hours a day, more than five w- days a week, especially in the beginning when you're training and you're building your client base. As you get your client load and you get your client base and you figure out a way to work, some people are able to figure out time to take off. That helps them, but you really need to think of this as being. We were talking about this before the show. You no longer doing this. You don't have days off. No one can say I'm not working this weekend. You have blocks of time. You you cut out blocks of time where you get to. Right, but the great thing about it was, you know, when Ben was in high school, my son was in high school, and he played on the football team. I could take off in the middle of the afternoon to go watch his game. I couldn't do right. that in a traditional job. Right. So I could, I still have flexibility of schedule. I can work from anywhere. Right. Well, that's so, another. I want to point that out too, as well. You would need something uh, like a phone that where you could get your email yeah. or an iPad or some sort of tablet, yeah. because there would be work done outside of the office. You yeah. would need to be able to have access you need, you to. You need to be mobile. Your mobile. We, all, we went out to dinner last night, and both of us checked email between courses. Right. Just to make sure that nothing, nothing was wrong. Nothing yeah. was going on. Was wrong. And that's the norm. Anything I've left out as far as like these are the things we really look for in an agent? No, I think that's about it. I think you I think you really have to think about you're starting your own business. Mm-hmm. So think about it from that mindset. And if you were starting your own business, what would you need to do? And what arrangements would you make for your family? Is your family such that you can dedicate the time to this at different hours of the day, different, you know, in my family, my son was a little bit older, so it was easier. But, you know, my husband, and I had a redivision of duties just because this, but that was part of our discussion. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to think just because you work from home, that's great. I can be home with the kids. Right. Yes, on some level you can, but... I think it would be really hard. Like if I had small children at home trying to do this job, I don't know. I know we have some agents who do it right. and my hats are off to you, Kristen Turner, man, oh man, yep. you know, but she's figured it out, but she's figured it out. figured it out. So just know that it's not to say that it can't be done, but it should be part of your mindset when you're deciding right. for it to be done. And I want to say this, we're talking about, you got to be this, you got to be this. Like this is the most, I don't know what the word, the most exciting, the most rewarding, um, career, I've ever had. And I've, I've done a lot of things. I've owned mm-hmm. different businesses. I've been in the travel industry for a long time. I've worked in many different agencies. This is a whole different level. So while we say you got to do this and you got to work long hours and you have to, it kind of sounds like 
right? We're being negative, but I, but I, think, but I think we're being more real. Right. I think, I think it's, it's fair to present it to people in a way that says this is what the reality is of it. Exactly. Because the fun and the, the cool stuff and right. the great stuff we get to do are perks of that working That's right. hard. And Nothing's are, more satisfying than getting an email where somebody says, yes. I had the best time. You made this so easy. Right. Yes. Right. So it, you get to help people who are hopefully going to have an awesome experience. Right. So there's a great deal of, right. I don't want to say emotional reward, but I guess but that's what really it is. But it really is exactly what it is. And I may not have met a lot of the families I book travel for, but I'm emotionally invested in them. Oh, right. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm absolutely emotionally invested in them. Right. Some of those we, emotions are not. Right. And good mo- I, bad yeah. emotions like but, in Inside right. Out. But. Exactly. But I, you know, it's, but everybody just sees one side of it. And this, the purpose of this was really to say, there's a whole nother side to it that you don't see. And with any luck at all, you don't see it because if I'm doing my job, right, you don't see it. Right. Right. Because that's not your issue. My job is to make your life easier. Exactly. It's not your problem. How many hours I had to sit on hold. Right. But we've all had that person say, yes, listen, I helped my sister-in-law book a trip. So I'm ready. I will. I get them all the time. So I get all the resumes. I get, I know I don't, I just send them to you. Yep. And I see them all. And, and they start with that. And I'm not going to lie. There's a small section of me that, Gross, because it's just it it shows an instant um misunderstanding disconnect disconnect of what the reality of the actual job is. over the last three weeks have you been any place other than your house in here and possibly the supermarket right uh yeah no you even haven't been to the supermarket i've been to wendy's mcdonald's (laughs) that's the sad part isn't it actually that's not true i did go to the supermarket and i loaded i was so embarrassed to check out because i had seven frozen dinners in my car we go to wendy's because you can (laughs) because you haven't had a chance to shower today the drive through i can go in my sweatpants and my baseball cap and get wendy's and bring it home all right so let's talk a bit a bit about people who might want to become a dreams unlimited travel agent or the things we mentioned are things we would be looking for um in the past we had a form up that let you put in an application uh we've taken that down because we found that it wasn't meeting our needs if you've submitted an application that way please understand that that's sort of gone we're not going to go back and revisit you we're not going to revisit those folks who did that in the near future we will have something else up on our site that's going to be more like a questionnaire Mm -hmm. That will specifically allow us to maybe pinpoint the person or the people we're looking for to join the company as a Dreams Unlimited travel agent. Please do not write to Tracy directly. Um, that will not get you anything. Please don't write to me directly. Wait until we have this up. Don't write to Kevin. We will have this up and we will make sure there are links to it and you can fill out the information. And, um, and I, this is what I want to say too. Um, I get emails a lot. Can you please tell me how I – I would love to. I would love to take the time and, you know, answer your emails. I got an email with a whole list of questions. I got, you know, emails from somebody who'd like, or from people, more than one person, who would like phone calls to discuss. How to become an agent, what's like to be an agent. If if they're qualified, what's, you know, the problem is this. Um, So many of us at Dreams wear many different hats, not just a dream. And so I have so many Mm responsibilities that not that I don't want to and it's and it's certainly not I don't mean to keep pushing you off but at the same time it's just it's a time factor. And I'm going to be honest with you our priority is our current clients. Exactly. So if you write to me about something that might not be pressing for a current client I'm going to put it aside and I'm going to say that will be done when I get yeah. time to do it. What would be the number one thing somebody needs to be a dreams agent? The first thing you would think of Tracy? I have an answer. Okay. Okay, give me yours first. An overwhelming passion and knowledge of Disney. Yes. And uh, what came to mind first was above average customer service experience, desire, because it's a very customer service oriented business. I would like someone who's independently wealthy, who doesn't need a salary, who doesn't need money. <laughs> You're so somebody who would work for free. You're for, free. for volunteers. <laughs> I'm looking for volunteers. Okay, you, like you put volunteer? it out there. If you would like to volunteer, it's John, J-O-H-N. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be doing that. We'll be looking to bring on some new agents. We are 
we have a specific number in mind we're looking to fill. So we're not bringing on hundreds. Please understand that. We like to make sure that we manage our uh, agents' client load so that they are always have work. So if we bring on too many agents, we run the risk of not having enough work for them. So understand that. But in the near future, keep an eye out for that. Keep an idea in the back of your head. These are the things that would put you ahead of everyone else. And understand, if you email or you fill out the form and you say, I know you said you needed full-time availability and you needed this and this and this, I don't have those things, but there's no but. There's There's no but. We have so... um, We've tried it and it didn't work. Right. We just have. I'm also going to say something, too, that's going to sound a little snobby, um, but we're at a point where we just don't need bodies. It's not just about right. bringing in people to bring in people. Right. We have very specific needs and we have very specific goals. And so we're looking for people who meet those needs and goals like any business. Yeah. We talk about Disney. If you have an extensive knowledge of Cruise Line or Disneyland, those things are right. valuable. Universal also. will help us as well. You know, Anything right. that Dreams Unlimited Travel represents is a huge plus because we do let our agents um, – Specialize. However, at some point, you will have to branch out and do other things. So, yeah, and I would say those Disney World, Walt Disney World packages is kind of the foundation. Yeah, Walt Disney World trips would be the yeah. thing we'd be looking for the most yeah, people who could handle. Those. If you've watched our other shows from this month where we talked about the different resorts, that level of knowledge is helpful. Exactly. All right. With that, we are going to end this episode. Um, thank you guys very much. Uh, was I thought it was a great discussion, especially on how being a Dreams Unlimited travel agent could happen for folks. And we're going to end our show with our agent spotlight. This is what we do every week. We highlight one of our Dreams Unlimited travel agents. And um, we're now looking at some of our staff members, not necessarily folks who are just agents, but just folks who are uh, also part of our team with other responsibilities. And this week we're going to be talking about Kathy Miller. Kathy lives in Colorado with her husband of 38 years and their 8-year-old Pomapoo. They're empty nesters, but their kids live only 10 minutes away. Kathy loves to cook, trying out new recipes when she can, loves drives up to her beautiful mountains, and she is a Broncos fan. I'm assuming it's not the horse. None of which she got to do in the last two weeks. I'm just going to say, really. <laughs> Kathy has been working for Dreams Unlimited Travel since the first year the company started. Due to a plethora of Kathys on the team, uh, at the time she decided to use the name Candy, which actually was her dog's name at the time, and relates to a funny story about how her daughter answered the phone one day when I called and asked for Candy. <laughs> 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 she thought, Mom, there's a guy asking for the dog. <laughs> she played a double role of payment team member and agent until 2012, and at that point she moved into a full-time position with the payment phone team. Now, Not only does she process payments, but she also takes customer service calls during the week. She loves being able to interact with all of our Dreams Unlimited Travel clients. Working at Dreams Unlimited Travel has afforded her the opportunity to go on lots of cruises, trips to Disneyland, and her favorite destination, Walt Disney World. The best advice she can give you is to soak up every minute of the Disney experience when you are there. Uh, Step back and just drink it in. No matter how many times you go, you will find something new. If you'd like to converse with Kathy, it's Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y, at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Please keep in mind that Kathy is not a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, so it's not somebody you could work with to... If you have a question about your payment, email your travel agent. Don't email Kathy. Correct. Please do not email (laughs) Kathy directly. You're welcome, Kathy. (laughs) She is part of a team, uh, so writing to her is not the most effective. Always write to your agent for any questions or issues. Can I just reiterate how wonderful our payment team is and how hard they work? Especially over the last couple of weeks with all these releases and, you know, think of all of our agents and all the reservations we touch. They are the unsung heroes they really are are. they're the backbone and that's certainly one thing that sets us apart as an agency as well um and one of the other reasons we're picky about who we're bringing on we have a whole support staff behind you right you know we have a lot you know besides training we have the payments team there's a lot happening there's a management team that will stand behind you there's a management team that will help you if problems occur you're not left out in the wind to sort of you know, deal with things to fend for yourself right so i think that we offer a again it's a very unique 
It is. Perspective. It is certainly not typical. Excellent. Thank you guys very much for participating. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. (laughs) 